Stop fucking getting up. I was just was that on purpose now? Or was that I can't was that real? <laughs> no. You got to give me something. I swear, I swear that. You wasn't swear that real. wasn't real. All I swear right. that wasn't real. I was actually trying to fuck with you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Sit your ass down. I'm sorry, buddy. That was my, I actually thought in my head I'm like I'm not going to do it today and I promise that wasn't real. All right, are we in fo- am I still in focus? Okay, cool. It should be. All right. So, Home Alone thoughts? Yeah, what are your real thoughts on it? I like that to be the thing where it's like as soon as after the reaction starts, we you know, we change personalities. Yeah, man. So, I have a lot of takes about this movie. Yeah, I just pull up a little plate. <laughs> All of a I hold yeah, it for yeah. you. Like it's a. I was like, all right, man, ready. <laughs> um, no, I mean, kind of jumping off from what I said, mm-hmm. it, like how this movie's always lived with me. It's so true. Like, oh I, yeah, you know, just did you own it on VHS? Yeah, me yeah, too. and I think um, my dad showed it to me. And to give you guys some perspective, like my dad was born and raised in India. This movie just touches everyone. Like everyone's seen this movie, even if you, no matter where you were born, it feels like you just always had this movie. It's pretty universal. Yeah, yeah. Because I, you know, when I was a kid, like I, you can see on this channel, I react to a lot of like childhood favorites. Like I reacted to Goonies, Karate Kid, all this stuff. Sure. And a lot of that was because, like, because both my parents were born, raised in India, I didn't get the same movies that a lot of like American kids got growing up. Or the same TV shows. I watched a lot of Bollywood movies. But there are a hand few that always were there. Like Jurassic Park is one. Home Alone sure. is one. You'll just like... Th- th- those were always there. Yeah, yeah. I think like... I think we all had those movies that were just... You know... Part of the general zeitgeist of your upbringing. Mm-hmm. I think like... Yeah, for me it was definitely Home Alone. I, I, you know, I don't want to keep mentioning this. But you know which it. one it's going to be. Just bear, bear with it, but... Jingle All the Way is the other one, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. I had that movie on VHS, and I watched that movie again and a fucking again as a kid. You genuinely will start laughing every time you mention that movie. You get mm-hmm. so giddy about it. Yeah, that Anyways, movie makes me happy. We'll talk about it. <laughs> but um, well, you and me, privately, we'll talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Um, no, okay, but, let's let's talk a little bit deeper about the movie, because we kind of barely brushed it like at the end of the reaction. But yeah. like... Um, the uh, the church scene is kind of what you were getting started with. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think, like, the second movie kind of does the, the same kind of thing. Yeah, with the know? homeless, like, woman with the bird, yeah. the bird lady. It was a bird lady, that's right, yeah. But is I forgot what he says to her in that one, but either way, this isn't about the second Yeah, yeah, one. just the first one. But, um, yeah, no, I think it's just a very important scene, just because I think, like, A, like I already said just before, is that it does add, like, another texture to the movie that isn't just, like, this snarky childhood fantasy yeah. you know what I'm saying it adds an actual heart to it and that feels very related to the holiday season of like we all have that when we're you know I mean not even when we're kids as adults especially actually that around the holiday time you're like oh fuck I gotta see my whole extended family I gotta deal with them you gotta see that one uncle that you don't like you gotta you gotta see like you gotta be a part of that chaos and you feel so small when you're part yeah. of that chaos and but, like, the old neighbor brings into perspective. It's just like, man, I don't even get to have that. Yeah, he's like, I would kill to talk to my son right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it just adds another element to it. Even if it's for, yeah, it's obviously it's a kid's movie. But it does, it gives it a nice deeper layer that makes it more universal for the whole family. Also, I think what's special is that, you know, like, usually these type of revelations of, like, oh, man, my family was the most important thing. Like, the it's a wonderful live George Bailey thing, right? Those kind of revelations in movies usually happen to adults, mm-hmm. where they've gotten all like 
old and cranky, like the Scrooge types. Yeah. And then they realize what's important are the people around you, the people that love you, and m- making sure you maintain people and friendship. Um, you don't usually see those type of thing revelations happening to kids in movies. Sure, yeah. And the fact that, like, he's, there are such weighty scenes happening with Kevin McAllister where he's kind of being like, I would have anything to have my family back. You should call your father. And yeah. it doesn't come off as, like, precocious unnecessarily. Like, he doesn't seem like this annoying kid. You know how sometimes kids are written as adults in movies to be yeah. like, oh, look how quirky they are. Like... Kevin McAllister still feels like a child. He still jumps on a bed. He still eats a lot of ice cream. And gets scared of random little burners on in the basement. <laughs> but at the same time, he misses his family and he shares that. And like you don't see both sides of that story yeah. told in movies that often. Yeah, well, especially in the beginning, it's told very harshly. I said it during the reaction, but like, he dies in the hill where he's like, no, I will not miss you if you guys were gone. And he just straight up says that multiple times. And for the first couple of days, he really doesn't. Yeah, like he yeah. really he, <laughs> yeah, he dances around. He's having a blast. He's getting to order pizza when he wants to. He gets to trick these like burglars the way he wants to, and um, he's having the time of his life. Yeah, you know what I remembered like halfway through shooting this reaction is we reacted to the the reboot remake on Disney Plus like a couple oh, years ago. Yeah, like, I totally forgot. Definitely about that. a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah wow, I for, I come I forgot about Home that. Sweet Home Alone. Yeah, that was kind of the last like. Bad movie we reacted yeah. to. Yeah. Because we used to do a lot of the so bad it's good movies in our channel. That yeah, used to be the thing. Neil Breen and Birdemic, Samurai Cop, Batman and Robin. Yeah. And uh, Veronica. And we didn't think of that Home Alone movie being the last one. But after that, we just like were more interested in yeah. you know, just doing what movies that we want to watch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, But it is just kind of weird to look back on. Because in the middle of reacting to this, I was like, oh yeah, we did a Home Alone movie a couple years ago. Well, you know how <laughs> you mentioned that like this movie, like our our patron lovingly mentioned that this movie is like a Die Hard for kids? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think like similar to Die Hard, it's a premise that's so strong that it makes sense why Home Alone was like, has like nine sequels to it. Yeah, because it's just like, well, it's so good. Maybe we can do it again. Maybe we can capture that magic again. And Home Alone 2, I have a fondness for. Um, but you have to look at that movie as like a sight gag movie. Yeah, it's it's not like a properly serving sequel to Home Alone. It's kind of like just a reunion of the first one. It's a great New York movie, I will say. Sure, yeah. Um, sure. So in that sense, it's good. It... Has a lot of stuff that is like exciting about, like the Tim Curry aspect about it. Is Rob it? Schneider, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I know Tim Curry was like a big standout in that movie. Oh yeah, he steals a show for sure. And when it comes to like the heart of it, it's just copying what the first one did. Yeah. So in that sense, you can't really. It's like watching Hangover too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some. I like where... Hangover too, but I mean, like, come on, it's just doing the same thing. I remember the. <laughs> I remember the DVD VHS cover of Home Alone 2 like freaked me out because of the newspaper. Remember how you can see the Statue of Liberty doing the pose? Oh, yeah. As a little kid, when I was like probably like six or something like that, I remember it creeped me out. Just that picture. <laughs> I just didn't like it. Um, also, Harry and Marvin, the second one, are still really funny. I mean, yeah. they they up at the notch in terms of gags, but still. Yeah, I mean, that's always the joke, right? And the second one, just Kevin just straight up becomes a mass murderer. He drops bricks in their heads from tall buildings and shit. Yeah. But there's nothing, like, this movie's so perfect. Yeah. Like, I have no, like, like, I have no gripes to pick It with delivers it. on exactly the premise, you know. So strongly, too. I mean, like, we really didn't talk much about Macaulay Culkin, how good he is in this movie, but 
I remember like listening to the Rewatchables episode on Home Alone. Rewatchables is a great podcast that I like, but they were talking about how Macaulay Culkin, after this movie came out, became like the most famous kid in America. Oh yeah, he he blew the fuck up after this movie. And I think Tom Felton, who plays Malfoy, talked about how like he was in New York one time. And everyone must uh, like mistaked him for Macaulay Culkin. Everyone wanted oh, really? his autograph, and everyone wanted. <laughs> but it's just like Macaulay Culkin was so huge, and um, it, I mean, it makes sense. He's so charming. Yeah, like he's so winning in this movie, and he tackles the balance so well of like being like a smart stinker of a kid versus also just being a very sincere child who is left alone. Yeah, and his acting style is so non like quote-unquote, like, theatrical. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are some kid actors that just act like little adults, you know, and people are like, wow, that's good kid acting. You can feel like they were very classically trained. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like a real kid. Like, real kids don't speak very enunciated. You know what I mean? Even though Kevin McAllister does speak very clearly. He speaks clearly, but he still sounds like a kid and talks like a kid. His delivery is not like a you know an adult all the time. His dialogue is more adult. I was I was about to his say his delivery is not though. That's is what true. I'm saying. Okay, that's yeah. a good. Point. I'm, not, I'm not talking about the writing of the script. I'm talking about his actual like acting. Because I was thinking about the mayor scene, right? Yeah. Like the way he talks, and I'm like, oh, he. Pulls but he out. sounds like a kid trying to be an adult. Is the difference? You know You're right. I mean? You're right. To me, at least, the way I experienced it, and like, I think that's one thing that kind of critically separates him. Like, I think that's. For me, that's kind of one of the a problem I occasionally have with some kid actors nowadays. Is they get such good, like, emotive kids where it's like, it feels like a little adult. I don't know how to describe it, but kids aren't that emotionally, like, vulnerable or developed all the time. Right. And I think the last run of, like, really good kid actors was when the Stranger Things kids were, like, season one. Mm-hmm. Like, the, when they were, like, actually kid kids. Yeah. Um, I remember, like, when those Stranger Things, kid, when Stranger Things season one came out, everyone was like, where the hell did they come from? Yeah. They're like some of the best child actors ever. Um, but that was like kind of the last time I remember like we were really taken away because it's hard to pull off child oh, actors. Yeah. Also, child acting is one of the most insane things ever. You could get really fucked up by that. Macaulay Culkin is actually a great example of that. Yeah. Like, you know, it can... Uh, being in a movie set and in, in that Hollywood environment for a kid is not healthy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> even like after the movie too. Like, That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah, being yeah. in that in that world. And like, yeah, Macaulay Culkin's talked about that. It's which speaking of that guy recently, like as the, like while we're shooting this last week, got his Hollywood star. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, oh, so it, it's really cool, and he's like married to Brenda Song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and has a kid. He seems like he's having a great life. Seems like he's doing well for himself now, yeah. Yeah. So good for him. But um, what are some other, like, Christmas movies that are on your regular rotation? Um, Man, you Like, know, yearly viewings that you feel like you're, you know, that are required. Because I didn't celebrate Christmas growing up. Well, I, I mean, I still don't celebrate Christmas just because sure. I wasn't, uh, like, we're raised in a different religion, you know, religious household yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. Um, I don't have like Christmas movies that besides Home Alone that I watched every December. Like, mm. you know, so like even Elf is a movie that like I watched it a lot as a kid, but I just watch whenever I wanted to watch it. Sure, yeah, yeah. So Home Alone is technically the only movie that I like uh, religiously watched every December. And um, that's why it stands out. That's why it's so special to me. Sure. Like yeah. even Die Hard, which is a reaction we did. Die Hard is a movie that I just watched whenever I wanted to watch it. It wasn't like a December watch for me, yeah. even though I almost screamed at our audience about how it's a Christmas movie. But no, you did scream, just to be clear. <laughs> yeah. 
but still, it was like, yeah, I think Home Alone is the only traditional Christmas movie that I watched all the time during Christmas. Sure. Okay. Cool. Cool. How cool. about you? Um, mine are, I mean, kind of all of them. I Jingle mean, like, all the way. Home Jingle Alone. all the way. Home Alone. L for sure. Right. And a Christmas Story are probably like the big ones for me. And now I think It's a Wonderful Life. Since we watched it last year, I watched it again in preparation for our podcast. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to watch this every year now. Yeah, It's a Wonderful Life has definitely been added to, I think, both of our rotations yeah. now. Speaking of which, I mean, Die Hard's also on my list that I try to watch yearly, too. Okay, um, okay, that's smart, yeah. Which, speaking of which, you mentioned the... I don't Patreon know why I said comment. that's smart. I'm like, good job. <laughs> Thanks, man, I appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know. But um, I, you just mentioned how um, one of our patrons said that Home Alone's Die Hard for Kids. I wish we knew his... Forget his name. Yeah, we'll pop it up. We'll pop up his name for sure. But um, it is cool. I remember when I was going to school for like screenwriting. Mm -hmm. And I think I told you about this already, so forgive me. But just for our listeners, they might find this interesting. Is that the concept of Die Hard... And if you go back even further, like I mentioned during the reaction, High Noon and that classic kind of one person against all odds, right? And and usually in an enclosed setting, right? That's usually the classic thing. Die Hard on a bus or Die Hard in here. Is a, it's a very American structure of storytelling because I think just Americans value that, like just one dude kicking ass. Yeah, you you're know? an everyday guy. Yeah, it's just kind of interesting how that was. I mean, people even consider like fucking um, 12 Angry Men, like high noon in a jury, jury duty room. Sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's a great call. But it is funny. Yeah, Home Alone kind of is that structure for sure for kids. And I too. never thought about it that way until our patron brought it up. And then I remember looking it up and like, uh, yeah, so a, lo- a lot of other people have said that take too before. So <laughs> it's just like, wow, that's a great call. Hell yeah. I know. Um, this is fun though. I, I, I like I like doing this rewatch for the video. I, I'm hoping you guys like it too. Like I said, we do plan to prioritize first time watchings for sure. I don't, you know, we're not just going to flip our whole channel, you know, load out. Yeah. And let me just throw out my coined phrase now to a peek behind the curtain. Uh, um, <laughs> It'd be funny if that became a thing. We like start selling T-shirts. Yeah, peek behind the curtain. There's a little cartoon of you, like, dude. That's like a good idea. <laughs> Only if people like it, you know. If you if you want us to make a peek behind the curtain shirt, tell us you're weird. I'm then, just kidding. <laughs> and then buy it. <laughs> um, no, what I was gonna say is that yeah, right now like we don't know how these um, rewatch reactions are doing because mm-hmm. we haven't. As during the time of shooting this, we haven't even uploaded our diehard reaction yet. Yeah, yeah, no, it's in the editing process. Still. So right now, it's still up in the air how like these rewatch reactions are going to be received. It's up in the air if this video is even going to be out before Christmas. You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> At the rate we upload, <laughs> I know, right? It's a really tight deadline, but um, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, um, hopefully people enjoy them, and if people do, we'd love to keep this a tradition because unfortunately, Chris and I have seen a lot of the classic Christmas movies. Yeah, and I don't. To be clear, I know there's more Christmas movies that we haven't seen. I know there's you guys, plenty. I know you guys are already ready to comment. Oh, a miracle on Blake Blank Street, thirty <laughs> fourth, by the way. Sorry, <laughs> uh, but you know we also like rewatching Christmas movies. And yeah, that's it's com- what people do around the holidays, right? Right, hundred percent. So that's why we were like, okay, maybe we can still revisit these classics, but do what we usually do, which is just rewatch them on our yeah. own, and then we'll podcast on the ones we feel like podcasting on, which you know and. Next year, if you want to react to Elf, even after we dropped a podcast, I don't give a fuck. Let's do it. You yeah, know? it depends on what people want and yeah. if people are excited about it. Um, are you good to wrap up? Yeah, yeah, I'm good to wrap up. Let's do it. Thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you guys are enjoying your holidays and this after the reaction. We really appreciate it. Stay nice, dudes. <laughs>